2: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out for the latest written content on South Florida sports without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Includes our friend Nelson. Reach out to him. Well, it's not just Nelson. It's his entire team over at Mobile C-Arm and Staffing Services. It's right. Mobile C-Arm and Staffing Services. They service office based procedures, pain management offices, chiropractic offices, cadaver courses. What do they do? They ran out the C-Arm equipment that you need there. So if you work in one of those medical offices, reach out to our guy, Nelson. Here's the phone number. 561-891-9620. 561-891-9620. 9620, it's c armandstaffing.com. Again, that's c armandstaffing.com. Check out the website, fill out the form, they will get right back to you. Again, c-armandstaffing.com. And now, today's
1: episode. Down to
0: 5 on the floor, ride for my dogs, Wait, here's the thing, you can check the score, hustle hard, couple scars, rain, bubble frogs, just like this said, you in trouble, y'all, kept the floor plan, got it all-band, y'all seen the block, stop in one hand, impact with trust, it's about have the guts, we here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up.
2: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider
0: show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Silvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reason Sports Network.
2: All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. First thing, make sure you check out the episode I did with Sam Amico, who's covered Kevin Love for a decade in Cleveland. He gave you the rundown about what exactly you can expect from Kevin Love over the course of the rest of the season. We've done like four Kevin Love episodes in a row so we're going to get away from that here a little bit, focus on the team at large. Uh, we're waiting for the season to resume with a three-game road trip. And then a six-game homestand after that. There's some good teams on that list too, particularly on the homestand. So the Heat are going to be challenged right after the break. Uh, we are anticipating Victor Oladipo will be back uh, right after the break or soon after. We don't really know about Yurtzavin at this stage. Kyle Lowry looks like he's going to be a little bit longer whenever that ends up happening. And, of course, Kevin Love and Cody Zeller have been added to the roster. We're going to do a real quick episode here, but kind of get into, uh, you know, again, the, the roster at large here. And we did this episode before the season, but things have changed a little bit here. And I'm going to actually put Greg on the spot here. We've not discussed this prior to the episode. But there are a lot of different ways we could go. So I will say to you, Greg, who is the X factor for this team for the remaining roughly third of the season and into the playoffs?
1: Yeah, it's weird. We, it's funny that we started this as we were brainstorming topics, we were talking second half of the season. And then I look and it's, there's actually only 23 games left, but the key it's interesting. I, I tried to go find some sort of stat, a data point that I could wrap my head around in terms of who is really the key guy coming down the stretch. Um, I'll throw a few numbers out at you and then uh, I'll give you my choice. Uh, when Bam has a double-double, they're 18 and 9. When Bam scores 30 or more, they're 8 and 2. When the Heat score more points in the paint than their opponent, they're 20 and 11. And when they out-rebound their opponent, they're 19 and 5. So, like, all those stats point to, like, big men, Bam out of bio. But I feel like Bam is an easy answer here. He's an all-star. We know what we're going to get from him and Jimmy. So to me, as I think about the X factor, this is really the moment of truth for Tyler Hero, I think. I think that this is that postseason run, final stretch of the season run, where they're going to be basically evaluating whether Tyler Hero is good enough to be that third pillar, essentially, of this build, in my opinion. So I think that He likely has the most at stake in terms of his place on the roster, but also how much upside this team has. I think a lot has to do with how Tyler Hero handles the pressure of the playoffs, the pressure of the attention um, and, uh, you know, obviously comes up big in those big moments.
2: All right. Well, this isn't good because we got the same guy.
1: Um and Damn I again it. we
2: didn't we didn't prepare this before. I, I just think it's the absolute <laughs> obvious answer. So this is gonna turn into a Tyler Hero episode now, but I you feel like I was know setting what we're up
1: for BAM, didn't you?
2: Well, yeah, but I, I feel like we know what we're getting from BAM. Like I, I, I feel like we're past that point where like this, you know, I, I see this sometimes on comments on social media when the heat mentioned BAM or uh, heat facebook which is a, can be a really difficult place to be uh and and they're on there and whatever bam comes up say, well do it in the playoffs there's always this one guy do it in the playoffs so i understand that that's still out there and some of it's matchup dependent but i really don't have a concern about that like i don't feel about that like i felt about certain guys with the heat in the playoffs like okay with mashburn do it in the playoffs eddie jones do it in the playoffs like there were certain guys even uh even chris bosh to some degree there was some conversation about that with certain matchups like against hibbert or garnett etc I, I kind of feel like we're past the point with Bam. I, I don't, I don't really have any concerns about that. And Jimmy, I, I mean, I would assume that Jimmy's going to come to play here the last, you know, this last portion of the season, this is his time. He's had a week break. He he did take some games off prior to the all-star break. And I don't mean the games he skipped. I mean, his, his head was not in two of those games and I think they lost both of them as a result of it, but I, I expect him to be better. Kyle Lowry, I don't know what to expect. I can't call him an X-factor because I don't think even if he comes back great and totally refocused that it has that much impact on the team. Oladipo is the obvious other place to go here. But I also feel like we sort of saw what we're going to see as the best of Vic at this stage. Like we kind of know what the ceiling is there. It's just can he get back to that health so we can give you that again, which is mostly defense, mostly defense, and then some rim pressure. The shooting kind of comes and goes. You know, Duncan Robinson can't be an X factor. He's not in the rotation. Max Struis, you hope that three-point shooting gets a little better, but I'm not going to call him an X factor. Gabe Vincent, again, you're dealing with kind of a small circle there in terms of the worst or the best that it could be. It's Tyler. It's Tyler. It's Tyler because of what happened in the postseason last year. It's Tyler because the Heat fan, uh, especially on Twitter, is at the point where they're like, okay, well, we've kept this guy. I know that Heat fans don't always understand the circumstances that went into the possibility of getting Donovan Mitchell or some of the others. But we've kept this guy. We extended this guy. We gave this guy a starting role. I want to see it every night. I mean, we've seen it at times. We've seen the ball handling improve. We've seen the recognition improve of the double teams. But he was he – was, I mean, there's no way around it. He was awful in the playoffs last year, and that was prior to the injury, which kind of covered it up. He has to be better in the postseason this season, and he has to be good enough offensively to make up for the fact that defensively he's going to get hunted, and it's going to be easier to hunt him now because as we talked about in the episode with Kevin Love, unless you put them both in zone, if the two of them are going to play a lot of minutes together, which I anticipate, you no longer have a situation where you got four plus defenders on the floor at the same time. So I, I mean, it's him. I I I keep coming back to it. He doesn't have to average 25, but you have to know that it can't be okay, he's got 19 threes over two games, but then there's like three straight games where, you know, he's struggling with a shot and it kind of takes him a while to get into it. You can't have that, Greg. So I, I'm. I think it's the obvious and easy answer, actually.
1: Yeah, there's a couple other things about it too. Like uh, heading into this off season, I think that it really, like, there's almost like the build is. Um, And when I say the build, obviously Jimmy and Bam, Kyle, Tyler, I feel like that's kind of obvious the, the, the four big contracts, but even all the guys around them, they're kind of playing for this to still be any level of a thing going forward. And I think that, so like there, you could maybe point at a Kyle Lowry, like if he were to come out and play um, to the level that he did at certain moments last year, how it could catapult the team, but you're right. Like this is ultimately about roster. It's, it's, It's micro and macro because you're talking, can Tyler Hero be the third best player on a team that's contending for a title? And then two, is he the type of player you continue to try to build around? So I think it's a really crucial, uh, you know, you got LeBron out in LA talking about that this is the most important 23 regular season games of his career. It's probably that for Tyler Hero as well.
2: All right, we're going to pivot a little bit more to the hero conversation since this is where this is headed, absolutely. And, uh, again, I didn't know that that was going to happen. Do you want to mention a couple sponsors before we do? picks, use that code 5. You can actually play Tyler Hero for the second portion of the season, not the second half. They've got those props up there. They're not going to be up there much longer cuz the second second part of the season is resuming. Go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5FIVE, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. You can also do it from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Also Better Edge, we always tell you about this one. Go to betteredge.com, use the code 5RSN there. You get $20 to play. This is peer-to-peer gambling, which means A, it's legal. B, you can find the line you want. You will find better lines on Better Edge anywhere else. And they've got the competition. So go to Prize Picks. use the code 5-F-I-V-E. F-I-V-E. ads use the code 5-R-S-N. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited,
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: All right, so I, I guess with Tyler, a lot of this is going to come down to matchups. And look, you're going to have to go through Boston and Milwaukee to get to the finals. And I, I'm not calling the Heat the finals team. I've still said I think they max out as a second-round team. But you're going to see one of them in the second round if you're going to try to go anywhere. And and it's just such a clear distinction who he would rather play. I mean, I, you know, Boston gives him many, many more problems than Milwaukee does. It's kind of the opposite of Jimmy. So some of it is matchup dependent, but you can't, that can't be an excuse this season. Like if you are going to be considered a star and look, he just went out the three point shootout, didn't go so well. He was kind of a borderline alternate for the all-star game. He might've gotten added while he was out there. uh, If another guy had dropped out, if you're going to consider yourself a star, if you, and I, I know he was taking a little out of context, not not from our friend Jeremy Taché, but for some of the aggregators about putting himself in sort of the Luca class and all that. He's not Luca. Um, he's not Donovan Mitchell at this stage. Right. Uh, but but he's a very good two guard in the NBA who has proven to be worthy of a starter, even with some of his shortcomings on the defensive end that sometimes crop up. Uh, but he does compete on the defensive end. He goes through stretches where he actually makes an impact on the defensive end. It's not like he's totally helpless. There have been heat guys that have been totally helpless But again, uh, I'm just, I'm there. Like he's, it it can't just be okay. Well, they got Milwaukee, so he's okay, but they got Boston, so he's not. Like, right. Right. Whether it's Philly, Boston, or whatever, he has to be good.
1: I think, like, in an ideal world, obviously and me always try to be optimistic here a cleveland draw in round one would be good for tyler hero i feel like that's the kind of series he could warm up for i say that as they have lots of guards that could obviously try to exploit him on the other end but i do think that that's a team that he could uh get busy against you mentioned milwaukee uh boston is that matchup right like we saw that they left P.J. Tucker alone in the corner. We're going to see who else they can or cannot leave alone in the corner. We didn't want to turn this into a Kevin Love episode, but I think that that's also a guy that could be an X factor down the stretch, but also to the same extent that they were leaving P.J. Tucker, Tyler Hero, um, he needs to be like a real threat throughout the entire postseason. And I think that there were moments in that Atlanta series when they started blitzing him where he just didn't look like a threat. And I know that we didn't see I personally don't think it's fair to evaluate Tyler's Boston series last year because I really think he was hurt. It was a soft tissue injury, so a lot of that's pain management. But it 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 was what it was. So this is that year, though. Like, let's hope he stays healthy because this is when you have the ultimate timeline, uh, conversation and decision making point. I think that that that's this postseason.
2: Yeah, and that's going to be the talk. If he doesn't perform well in the postseason, it's going to be what can they get for him. And he knows that's going to be hanging over his head until he makes the next leap. He has made a mini leap this year, but his mini leap has kind of been obscured by the Bam leap, which has been bigger. But again, Bam is older. Bam has been in the league more years. I think sometimes we put too much pressure on Tyler, who, if you recall, was not expected to be any of this when he was drafted. I mean, he fans didn't like the pick. He was compared by some to like... Nick Stauskas. Uh, uh, Nick Stauskas, who actually ended up on the Heat roster for a day, okay? And there was no comparison between the two of them. Tyler has wildly exceeded all expectations. Now, some of it because he's flashy dresser and all the rest of this, some of the social media stuff, he kind of brings it on himself. He wants to attract it. He told me before the season that he reads everything, he follows everything, he responds to everything. I, I think he's probably gotten upset at me about some things that I put out there that haven't even been criticisms. For example, like the fact that he tends to score better – in defeats than wins, which I don't think is, again, it's it's causation without correlation, perhaps, but it was a trend over the first part of the season. That, that trend kind of died a little bit, uh, but again, there were, a, there were some games where you're like, okay, against a really good opponent, you want to see Tyler Hero be at his best, and he was not necessarily at his best in some of those situations. I think you mentioned Love. I actually think Love can help Hero a lot, not on the on the on the defensive end, but on the offensive end. I t- Kevin Love has played with a lot of different types of guards, a lot of different types of scorers. He knows kind of how to get them the ball. I don't think he's as selfish as maybe he was in the day about getting his own. And so I feel like that's going to help Tyler. Uh, the spacing should help Tyler if you have a second guy out there who can shoot. And I'm not criticizing Caleb Martin because he actually was one of the better three-point shooters on the team this year, but also from really – just two spots and really just one spot and teams are just not going to respect Caleb Martin the way they're going to respect Caleb, uh, Kevin Love. So, you know, I, I do think that the heat have created with this roster additions, some units that they can play together that will free Tyler up some. And I also think honestly that Kyle Lowry being out of the equation for now helps Tyler because we know that their on-court chemistry never really looked right and he has better on court chemistry with vic and he has better on court chemistry with gabe you're right and i think both of those guys particularly gabe understand that sometimes it's give the ball to tyler and get out of the way and i don't know if necessarily when kyle did that then kyle would shrink completely it was almost i don't know it it reminded me a little of like the kobe stuff back in the day where kobe would kind of just okay i'm not going to shoot now uh and so i to me this all sets up a little bit better i'll let you close
1: I would just say that the the other thing with Tyler that we've seen this year is like December, he has a career month and he looks just absolutely unbelievable 43% from downtown on 10 attempts, then January he maybe has his worst month that I can remember 32% from downtown he started February. He's playing 40 minutes a game. He's only played five, this five games in February. His field goal attempts are all the way up to 20.6 in the five games of February. I think that'll come down. He's been playing crazy minutes with all of the uh, lack of able-bodied players to, to put out there. So I just, it's another trend where we're seeing him get super hot and super cold and super hot and super cold and so at some point we have to know what we're getting from tyler so as we close i would just say that um we didn't expect to land on the same player here we did not choreograph this in any way but i think it is the obvious answer and um part of it's a little truthfully um it's unfair because like he's so young and he's got so much potential and typically you never would want to um I think like write a guy's story when he's 23 years old or 22 years old or whatever the heck Tyler hero is now, but we remember Dwayne and we remember what he did in year two and year three and things like that. And you see what bam does now and how Jimmy elevates his game in the playoffs and kind of turn flips that switch. So it's time to see it from Tyler.
2: All right. We'll see what he does again. We did not plan that for this particular episode, more
1: episodes coming up
2: over the course of the week. Check out the Sam and Miko episode that I did about Kevin love, just me and Sam talking about his role. I think you'll find that interesting. Um, I will say the the one giveaway on it is Kevin Love seems to have a lot to prove. Uh, He was not happy about the way that things ended in Cleveland. I think he'd like nothing more than a 4-5 Heat Cleveland series. But we'll see if he can still perform at a high enough level for that to be meaningful. Thanks to our sponsors, c-armstaffing.com. And also, our friends over at Prize Picks, use code FIVE, Better Edge, use code FIVE RSN. Uh, we'll be doing playback episodes over the week, and we got more than 250 people signed up now. Find out why it is free. Have a good night, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter.